and welcome to Fantastic Comic Fan. I am your host, R.T. Fleming, and it is my mission to help you find your next digital comic book pick from the golden age to now. I have been reading comic books for over 40 years and have never lost my passion for comic books. It's something I try to pass on to old and new readers. It's Tuesday, August 6, 2022, and today marks the 11th Kickstarter campaign that I'll be featuring on the podcast. Well, it's one of the things we're going to be covering. Now, today I have two guests on. First, Michael Nunnally, who was back in early June when he guested in episode 41 and talked about his Kickstarter campaign for Seder. Today, he's back with his writing partner, Steve Sellers, and together they're talking about their Omen and Revelation Comics imprint. This time, instead of talking about one project, I want to cover a whole company and the type of fantastic comics they are putting out. Also, as I stated, we're covering Michael's next Kickstarter campaign for Dragon Girl Albino Warrior Number 1. And he meets West martial arts fantasy comic with cagey elements about an ancient prophecy and family. It's a different sort of comic than what Michael's done in the past, but I think it's going to make a fantastic project. I hope you'll check it out. If you're a new listener, thanks for trying out the podcast. I hope you stick around. I do a short-form podcast, and my goal is to get you to sample fantastic comics, whether something new or something that's been around for a while. If you like this podcast, please, it's so important that you spread the word. Recommend it to other fans. Follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram. You'll find that info on the show notes. I want the podcast to grow and introduce fans to a new way of covering comics. Thanks for listening, and on to today's episode. Welcome back to Fantastic Comic Fan Podcast. This time around, I'm doing something a little bit different. I'm actually not covering a particular comic book. I'm actually covering a comic book company. It is Revelation slash Omen Comics. And this time around, I have two guests, which is also kind of rare. I have Michael Nunnally, who was back in early June with episode 41, talking about his comic book, Cedar. And this time around, we have Steve Sellers, who also is involved with Revelation and Omen Comics. Now, Steve, you're a first-time guest on the podcast. I tend to ask new guests what their origin story is. So what got you, Steve, into comic books and became a lifelong fan? Well, that is a pretty um, complicated question because I've mostly been involved with comics, um, at least as a reader, um, mostly as long as I can remember. I want to say that my first exposure to the medium was an issue of Asterix that, you know, I got in uh, Spanish language when I was really, really young. But my first exposure to like U.S. comics was probably more through like Superman the movie and then, you know, looking into DC. And uh, the first issue of a comic I remember owning was an issue of All-Star Squadron. And that kind of led me to Legion of Superheroes, the tail end of the Great Darkness saga, if you could believe that. Wow. Um, and then from there, um, I kind of discovered uh, Marvel through Secret Wars. And then I became a long, lifelong fan of the X-Men through Claremont's um, X, uh, Uncanny X-Men and New Mutants runs. And so that has been my jam ever since. And, you know, I'm, I'm just all about those kinds of books. All right. I'm going to be fair. Michael, briefly tell us your origin story of when you got to comic books also. Just briefly. I suppose my introduction first came from shows like the 67 Spider-Man cartoon and Spider-Man and his amazing friends, that whole Marvel Hour thing. But the first comic I remember reading was actually, I believe, is in 1985. 
when uh, Secret Wars had just come out. Went over to a friend of my uncle's house and he I saw it. I was flipping through it because I recognized like Spider-Man and stuff on the cover. And, and so uh, he let me borrow the whole series. And it was actually, I think, the, the very next year that I bought my very first comic. Um, I, I was really into, into mythology, especially Norse mythology. I'm walking into this candy store. Uh, I'm, I'm heading towards the back because I'm going to get me some candy. And out of the corner of my eye, I see the mighty Thor written on a comic book. And I went, what the hell? And I, I went over there, I picked it up, and I was like, oh my god, they got Thor in a comic book. And well, I've been hooked ever since. <laughs> now, the last time I had you on, Michael, we talked about your comic Cedar. Was that a Kickstarter campaign? Or just it was. Regular? How did that go for you overall? It was not successful, but it was more successful than our other campaigns have been. So tell the listeners, because there'll also be a link back to that original podcast where you talked about a cedar briefly tell them what cedar's all about and what's been going on in your life since i've seen you in the last two months cedar is essentially it's a, i'm it's sorry a you know what I, I apologize i i said it wrong i said it cedar as if you were jewish and i meant to said cedar so i apologize that's <laughs> all right that's all right cedar um is a three parts uh mini series uh, and it essentially tells the story of the hubris of a king breaking a heart that spawns a nightmare. There's lots of paranormal, uh, supernatural stuff in it. There's undead. There's brutal warfare. There's lots of mythology. Um, it's a, it's, it's, it's a little. It's kind of an alt history take, uh, really, by the end of it. But it's also my first just straight up horror comic. How did you get Steve into creating comic books? How long have you been like being a creator yourself? Well, um, this is something that Mike kind of got me into. Um, I was reviewing uh, comics uh, for him uh, on the Chico Comics page. And then uh, Mike decided out of the blue one day and said, you know, I have this idea for a comic. Uh, would you like to write it? And that became uh, the book that became uh, White Druid and Michael Nero. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we kind of got into that. And then, you know, uh, after reading like the long <laughs> amount of backstory that he wrote on that with terms of notes, Mike is very detailed and, and you kind of have to take Ben's time to like figure this stuff out. But we figured this stuff out. And and I think uh, it came out pretty well. Um, a lot of people seem to, to, to like that book. So, so you know, it, it, just, it was the starting point. So, Michael, why did you how did you find the sucker? I mean, co-creator to get wrapped into helping you, you know, create the comic books and all this cool stuff that you're doing. How did you get Steve? I mean, um, it, it wasn't much, much, much more to it than, than what he described. I had this, I had this title, White Druid and Michael Nero, that I was trying to write, and I just couldn't get the, the flavor I wanted for it. It was just so, uh, I don't know, drug-addled and depressed <laughs> for the most part. And um, so uh, I, anyway, I, it wasn't, it wasn't quite what I was going for, for the title. And uh, I thought I'd, I thought I'd approach Steve, you know, um, he'd been reviewing comics for a while for me. And uh, I felt like he had a, he had a decent handle on, on, you know, what to expect from a comic or how a comic should be uh, laid out. And so I just asked him, I said, Hey, you know, have you, have you, have you ever tried writing comics? I got this title, you you know, uh, I can't write it. Uh, you want to try it out? And then I gave him my, what, 60 pages worth of notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least, yeah. So how long have you two been collaborating together? And it, well, I guess 2018. 20, 2018, 20, I think. And Steve, how long does it feel like you've been collaborating with them? It's, you know, I, you know, A lot longer. Yeah, I would have to imagine that. Too. How many comics have you two co-created together? Yeah, Mike mainly created uh, White Druid and Michael Nero. I'm just kind of running with it. 
I created some characters for it, but I mean, so I guess in a way that one's co-created, but I mean, it's more the conceptually his. Guardians of a Lamb uh, was one that we co-created. You know, he kind of had like the, the title and like some of the basic ideas. And then I created the cast and like a lot of the stuff, uh, other details. Actually, if you think about it, it's almost it's almost reverse there where uh, I came up with a lot of White Druid and Michael Nero and you kind of went with it. And I I came up with a little bit of Guardians of a Lamb and you did the rest of it. So, So, I mean, guys have two imprints going Omen and Revelation. What are the two different imprints about and how did you decide to? do two imprints. I mean, one's bad enough as it is for, you know, a company. You decided to go two. Well, how about, how about this? I'll, I'll, uh, I'll describe Omen Comics. You can do Revelation Comics. How nice of you. He's going to actually let Steve talk and and get get some work. (laughs) Omen Comics is uh, in an an entire universe all all of itself. All, all of the six titles we have planned for it all take place in the same universe and they're all telling this larger, grander story. It's, it's a blend of mythologies, horror, some supernatural and paranormal stuff, uh, and uh, very broken, I, I, I want to say superheroes, but like Deadpool, they're really not that super. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it, we tend to ride the line between superhero and non. Um, yeah. I would say like Spawn is probably like the closest to, to what we do. Right, right. Steve, you get to now talk about Revelation Comics. So this is your time to okay. shine without without okay. Michael interrupting anything here. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will do my best. The thing with Revelation was, we, I think we all realized that we needed a place to explore stories that just would not fit in the Omenverse. Like, we have a very defined uh, set of rules for that universe. We have a very set design flavor for it. You know, we know what fits and what doesn't. Um, and at the same time, uh, I think we all have ideas for genres, stories, and, and things like that that just does not fit in that universe at all. So um, the idea is that we formed Revelation with the idea, this is everything that is not open, <laughs> um, but with the idea that we want to kind of push the boundaries in terms of, you know, doing other kinds of genres, uh, telling more personal stories, uh, telling uh, stories that I don't necessarily want to say experimental exactly, but more, you know, embracing the kinds of things that you couldn't do in an Omen verse comic. So how is it for marketing two different imprints? I mean, is it harder to market or how does that kind of work? Well, uh, the thing with, with Revelation that I think makes it a little bit easier is we're not necessarily focusing on marketing the imprint. We're focusing on marketing the individual titles. And um, with uh, Omen, um, while uh, a lot of them are standalone and we try to make them so that they're accessible, with Revelation, we really don't have to worry about, you know, how well does this connect with, you know, uh, White Druid? And, you know, are we uh, bringing in this character into more than one book or, you know, um, all these things that we're working up to in crossovers? Uh, Revelation doesn't really have that. It's just basically, um, I have Blitz, which is my superhero book. You know, this is kind of what we're focusing on. That's what you can expect in the comic move on. Uh, Likewise with Seder. Um, You know, Seder is the kind of book that, you know, if you want to have the hardcore Viking, you know, uh, undead action, this is where you get it. And, you know, and that's, you know, very simple to understand. You don't have to worry about anything going on and anything that um, uh, the Omen Vitals are doing or anything else that Michael's writing. It's just, you know, this is the story. You know, this is what we're focusing on. Take it or leave it based on that. When we when we first were talking about founding Revelation Comics, yes. it was actually as a home for Steve's Blitz comic, yeah. and and actually even comes from that. You want to 
tell, tell them about that a little bit? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I'll, without getting too much into Blitz right at the moment, um, I do want to say that I always had the idea for Blitz uh, for like since the early 2000s or so. That's how long I've been building that world. And I'm sorry. so it's like wow, I wanted that's... to do something with it. That's pretty yeah. cool. I wanted I, I wanted to do something with that world and those characters that I created. And, you know, I was thinking about, okay, well, maybe doing it as a series of novels, you know, and, and, and so forth. And then the, you know, the option came up with uh, where Mike could say, hey, why would you like to publish that uh, through uh, Omen? And, and that became a talk. And then that became the revelation imprint. That just kind of became the model for the other titles that we put out, like uh, Insurrection, wasn't wasn't even the name revelations from yes, the yes. blitz verse itself? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. The blitz verse, yeah, the blitz verse is just basically you know the titles that I'm written that is you know encompasses that universe, and maybe eventually down the road you know there will be spinoffs of it. But right now it's just blitz. Oh, wasn't there like um, a cabal or an order or a yes, tower? Yes, yes. There is there yeah. is a faction there in the is, blitz yeah. verse. Uh, yeah, called the Society of Revelation, which there we eventually go. I will get into. Uh, okay. In comic books available both as print as and digital copies that's that's mildly complicated there are four of our titles on the wicked store currently available in print and the rest are all digital but they are currently at comics wellspring uh getting printed the rest of them so those will be there soon um right at this moment to get all of our titles physically and digitally you'd have to subscribe on patreon yeah, Blitz is available both uh, print and digital. I want to say yes. the others are coming if they're not already up. So, what digital for a digital platform? What platforms do you basically use? Because I know there's several out there. And do you or have you or what do you think of comics, comics allergy? Actually, you know, for for when I first started publishing uh, comic, I it it didn't honestly feel like it was it was it was real until I put it up on Comicsology. You know, like that 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 felt like that was the that was when it really happened. But you know, since the the combination of that and Kindle and uh, I've I've actually lost most of the links to my books on Comicsology. Uh, I can't find them on there. Have um, you have you checked with Amazon, or do you get like radio mm -hmm. silence on their end? Let me give you those because I think I have them. Uh, I think I have the Kindle links for those. I, I have the Kindle links, but I don't have the Comixology links anymore. Oh, I can't, oh, yeah, can't okay, go straight yeah. to those. But yeah, um, yeah. mostly, mostly we just use uh, we use uh, Kindle and uh, Global Comics, and we put them up on the Wicked Store for the most part. Gotcha. Because yeah. I, I know yeah, my feelings on on Comixology are generally like it used to be so great. It used to be very good for creators. It used to be very good for readers. Until um, they redid everything. Accessible. Yeah. Until yeah. they redid everything. And now it is just completely inhospitable, you know, to people trying to make comics or people trying to find uh, anything outside of the big two. It, it is a nightmare now. It is sad too. But it's just all this corporate restructuring by people who don't know anything about the comics industry or, or, or how to organize these things or anything like that. And now it's a jumbled mess. This is the opportunity for you guys to talk about your individual comic books. And we'll provide links and whatever at the end of the podcast on the show notes. In fact, Steve, you go first to talk about comic books and, and we'll let Michael sit for a second. Okay. Um, I think I'll talk about the ones that I do and then I'll let Mike go into his spiel. Um, the one that I really want to talk about is Blitz. Uh, that is kind of the, um, the, the book that, you know, Revelation Comics was built around. Um, I, I have heard this uh, latest catchphrase for it and I think that it's really good, which is the idea that this is basically about 
a, a city that needs to be saved by two heroes who have no clue how to be heroes. Um, and it's for different reasons. Um, one of them is an idealistic uh, 18 year, a 19 year old uh, college girl named Amy Mason, who is impulsive and super fast. And she has, and she wants to do good, but she has no idea how to do it. She is working with Night Spider, who is a reformed gentleman thief who has been hit by a magic curse that kind of forces him um, to do altruistic things uh, kind of against his own nature. And so you have one person who basically has the heart of the hero, but none of the skills. And then the guy with all the skills and none of the soul of a hero. And so they have to kind of work together in order to basically replace the lost heroes of the previous generation. And there's a whole mystery around what went on in the city in the past. Uh, there's a long um, history of Centennial City that we'll eventually get into uh, once how, we get into final issues. But, you know, how many, issue, how many issues of that series is out right now? It's just one at the moment. Um, I'm, the second uh, issue is in progress. Um, I do have the script for that. So, you know, but we're moving forward with that. I wish I could do more, <laughs> but what our about, publishing schedule is a little What about you, Michael? What would you like to talk about? I know you've got a great plethora of titles out there. I guess at the moment, I'd really like to talk about uh, Dragon Girl and Albino Warrior. It's the, the newest comic we got coming out. Is that out now or will be out? It's actually going live on Kickstarter on the 15th. Dragon Girl Albino Warrior um, is a martial arts fantasy comic uh, with kaiju elements and superheroes. One of the, one of the things that uh, really makes uh, Dragon Girl and Albino Warrior stand out, I think, from my other titles. Um, you know, if you've read my other books like Omen and Gallowsman and Seder, you know that uh, a lot of my stuff is pretty dark and violent. So uh, with Dragon Girl Albino Warrior, I'm really I'm really stretching my boundaries uh, with it. I, I wanted to, uh, you know, Pai Long and, and, and Danny Finney are genuinely good people. Uh, they're 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 not the they're not the broken busted people you see across the Omenverse, you know. Um, I like to call Dragon Girl Albino Warrior a light in dark places. It's a quote from Galadriel. Honestly, yeah, uh, it it's uh, see how how do I confine how do I condense this? Um, essentially, there's this ancient prophecy um, that is gonna draw uh, these two together. And uh, the, these these two are, are very unlikely uh, uh, partners at all. Uh, pai Long was raised in seclusion at the Bai Long Temple, and uh, we're, I mean he really doesn't know anything beyond his temple life and the books that he's read. And now he has to go to America because of this prophecy. And then there's Danny Finney, who has a terminal case of muscular dystrophy that keeps her in a wheelchair. Her parents are desperate to find a cure for that, and uh, well, they're they're willing to try just about anything to to save her, save their daughter's life. Danny, however, uh, is is not doesn't doesn't allow this to consume her. She you know she she's a she's your regular geek girl. You know she loves her. Her sci-fi shows War Starfleet, you know, and and she loves comic books, especially especially uh, 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 her favorite warrior queen, who she often draws inspiration from. But yeah, this this title really tells the story of Pylong coming to to America, and uh, also uh, how 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 Danny gets to to where we uh, where we meet her. Who's doing the art this time around for it? The the guy who does our all all the art for both Revelation and Omen Comics is Tosin Awasika out of Nigeria. The colors and letters are also overseas. Is that correct? The colors are also done by Tosin Awasika. The lettering is done by uh, Guido Martinez, and he's out of Argentina. Yeah, he's been getting around. Um, he's doing a uh, Warbound uh, with Marcel Dupree these days as well. Right, so, and they got that uh, black 
is it Black Bishop comic out now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So the letterer, he does he do all your lettering projects? Yes. And how did you find both of these creators offhand? As Steve mentioned before, I used to I used to have an online comic magazine called the Chico Comics page. Right. And um, while on there, we used to do creator spotlights and stuff. And so um, I actually did an interview with Tosin uh, once uh, and uh, for, for the magazine. And when it came time to to make in the one to make comics, I, I approached him and he, he was able to work within my budget and uh, liked what I was doing. So uh, that that's how that got started uh, with Guido. Actually, uh, I want to say that I met him just through doing uh, reviews and stuff. But again, uh, through Chico Comics page was was how the was how that connection got started. As far as I say, somebody that wants to get into comic books or a creator, artist, or writer who wants to expand themselves or get into a Kickstarter campaign or start their imprint, what kind of advice would you give these people? Well, I would uh, say, you know, first, uh, you know, just try to get as good as you can, learn from everyone you can, uh, just try to find the way that works for you as a creator. But in terms of, but that's really more like my generalized writing advice. What about you, Michael? The, the biggest uh, bit of advice I can give you is that uh, you should expect difficulty and you should expect to have to make sacrifices. Uh, getting into comics is not easy. It is not a get-rich-quick scheme. It is a passion project that you can make money at. Do it, do it because you love it. I mean, if, yeah. you're, doing this, if you're doing this, you know, specifically just to get rich, um, I think you're in the wrong medium. Oh, God. You, you, you know, you, you have to love the medium. You have to love the characters you're working on. You have to love the project. You guys are such rainbow crushers. Jeez. <laughs> um, going into the future, what's your long-term plans for both Omen and Revelation? Actually, for the time being, uh, we're actually slowing down a bit. Uh, we're going to, uh, starting in uh, 23, 2023 and 2024, uh, we're going to drop down to just the one comic a year. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna we're instead gonna gonna focus on building our audience. We want to try and uh, go on as many shows as possible and really uh, get get a good uh, uh, audience established underneath us uh, before we before we really start moving forward again. Yeah, and I would also say, like, in, in addition to that, I really want to focus on you know making sure that the scripts are as good as we can make them. You know, working on 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 projects in the middle of that, so it's not going to be you know just us on microphones. You know, we're gonna be, there's going to be a lot of behind the scenes stuff too. Um, I will also briefly mention um, a small project we're going to be doing for Raincross Press uh, called Blood World. Um, it's just an anthology uh, comic that uh, I'm that Michael and I are going to be writing. Uh, it's just going to be uh, separate stories in separate parts of that world. I'm doing basically a neo Arthurian space western. And uh, Mike has his uh, neo-noir uh, uh, science fiction thing that he's doing, but I'll let him talk about that. It's a, like a sci-fi noir thing takes place in the far future called Descent. When's that anthology coming out? Oh, that one I couldn't tell you. I, I know that they're, they're talking about putting stuff on Patreon and like, what did he say, like uh, September, October or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not positive exactly when that's coming out, but um, I mean, I'm already writing issue two, so I mean, okay. the, my part of the, my part of the issue, the first issue is done. Steve Sellers, Michael Nunnally, they do the Omen Comics Revelation podcast, and they run the two imprints, Omen Comics and Revelation Comics. There'll be notes of their links in the show notes. Both of you, thank you so much for coming on. I'd love to have you back again, Steve. Also for another podcast. And whatever. Thanks both for joining me.
Hey, thanks for having us. Well, that's it for today's podcast. Again, I would love to hear from you at fantasticcomicfan at gmail.com. Remember, new episodes every Wednesday. Thanks so much for listening to this episode, and I hope to see you next time.